Hey everyone, I'm Stephanie. I'm a book-loving, notebook-hoarding, literacy teacher educator on a mission to change lives one book and one notebook at a time. And this is the Get Literate Podcast, a podcast where we explore the power of reading and writing to cultivate a life we love. Each week, I offer a bit of bibliotherapy and share three books you need to know about on a bookish theme to fuel our reading hearts and help us grow through what we go through. But that's not all. I also invite you to extend those bookish themes into your own life through notebooking, lifelong learning, and creativity to experience the life-changing magic of reading in our lives. And the best part? Each episode is only 20 minutes or less, so you can spend less time listening and more time reading. Now, on to today's episode. Hey everyone, Stephanie here, welcoming you to episode 15 of the Get Literate podcast. You know, I love learning new words, especially if those words are really fun to pronounce. So words like chimichanga, hullabaloo, whippersnapper, bamboozled, cattywampus, right? They're just fun to say. And I could go on and on with the words that I have collected over the years. But there's one word that I want to bring to you today that is not only fun to say, but it's got a really great concept behind it. Are you ready? The word is flaneuring. Flaneuring. Now, I've spent a lot of time learning about this word, exploring this concept, and especially pronouncing it. Depending on where you go online, pronouncing this word sounds very different. But I'm pretty sure I'm settled on flannering, although sometimes I tend to Americanize it and say flannering. So excuse me if I get them mixed up today. But honestly, regardless of how this word sounds, I love what this word stands for. Flannering means wandering with intention for a better life. It's about slowing down. It's about looking around. It's about seeing the things in our daily lives that are usually missed. And it's about purposely, intentionally finding beauty and finding joy in the world. I mean, we could all always use a little bit more of this, right? Yes. So today I have three books to help you explore this idea of flinnering or wandering with intention in your daily life. I've got one adult nonfiction book to kick off the concept. I've got an unexpected adult fiction book that will help you see this flinnering idea in action. And I've got one picture book that is going to put a sucker punch right to your gut and get you on the journey of better paying attention to the world around you as soon as you read it. So let's begin with our adult nonfiction selection. This one is pretty self-explanatory, and it's basically the guidebook, the handbook, the explanation, at least for me, of where this concept began. And the book is called The Art of Flannering, Flannering, Flannering. <laughs> the Art of Flannering, How to Wander with Intention and Discover a Better Life by Erica Owen. Basically, this book is a step-by-step -step guide 
for what the concept is and how we can do it. Now, what actually is the concept and how do we do it? Well, it's purposely walking around with intention to discover beauty around us. So it does typically involve walking with our feet, walking outside, preferably in nature, walking outside in a city and taking a a look at the things that might typically pass us by, right? It involves walking with purpose. You can take it literally like walking through a trail with purpose, or you can take it metaphorically, walking through your life with purpose. Now, this book takes the concept and dives deep. It shows you how to apply this concept to actual walking, but it then takes you as a reader into how to use this concept in your actual life. How can you wander with intention while walking, driving, working, even surfing the internet, right? There were lots of little nuggets that I took away from here. Like my favorite one is, let's say you're at work, and you need a bit of a brain break and you wanna wander with intention, but you can't leave your desk, set a timer, five to 10 minutes and pull up Google Earth. Pick a location completely different than the one that you are sitting in and let yourself browse Google Earth and wander with intention through those streets without actually leaving your seat. I tried it, it's fascinating and addicting, but I will warn you, set the timer. You're going to need it. She also shows you how to take simple stretching breaks to wander through your life with a bit more attention and brings back the art of picnicking, which was a fun piece of the book. Now, Erica is a travel writer and her voice comes through in this book so beautifully. I mean, it's such a fun concept to explore. And this book, at least in my opinion, is written in a very fun and enjoyable way. She's talking to us as the reader, but then she has these wonderful quips and asides that just make the book come to life as if you feel like you're just sitting here hanging out with her as she's explaining the concept to you. The book is short. I read it in just about one sitting. It can fit into any purse or bag. It's it's small-ish in size. But what I love the most was the format of it. There is a lot of white space in this book. There are nice big margins. There are wider spaces between the lines. And there are little pictures scattered throughout for us to notice. And the font is blue. It's not your typical black. So right away, when you open it up, you're noticing things. You are reading this book differently than you would a different book. And it just makes it easy to jump in. It's light. It's fun. It gives you this big idea to think about, right? Going through life with more intention, but it gives you some really fun, concrete ideas to try so that you can become more present. And I think that's ultimately the gift that this book tries to give us. Yes, it's about walking and seeing things, but it's about learning to be present with whatever is around you and enjoying the things that we often overlook in the busyness and the craziness of our days. So that's The Art of Flannering with Erica Owen. Now, my second book, my second book is an adult fiction book. And it might seem like I'm taking a hard right turn right now, but I I want you to hear me out. So this book is titled Love Lettering, 
by Kate Claiborne. Yes, I know it might seem like a romance book, not a book about wandering with intention, but honestly, it is the perfect example of this concept in action. So in Love Lettering, you meet Meg and Reed, and they both live in New York City. So Meg is a planner. Not only is she a planner, but she's a planner creator, and she designs custom journals, agendas, calendars, stationery, invitations, all of those paperish things for some pretty elite New York City clients. And the book opens with Meg designing wedding invitations for a couple, a couple that she knows is not the right fit. She ends up getting her kicks a little bit by embedding these hidden signs and symbols into her work to see if her readers and her clients will find them. And she actually embeds a little secret message into these wedding invitations, knowing that no one will see them. No one will look for them, right? No one will wander through her work with that much intention. But Reed does. Reed, who just happens to be the to-be groom that she is making the invitations for. Now, this sets up a wild series of events that impacts Meg personally and professionally. I won't say much more beyond that, so I don't give it away. But you might be thinking, why in the world would a book like that em embrace this concept of flannering? Well, because here's the thing. A central part of this book is all around art, specifically hand lettering and journaling and planning, things that I absolutely love. And so it's a book about developing and finding your craft and creativity. And there's one particular practice that was the reason life changed for these characters. And that particular practice was a purposeful walk. So Reed and Meg would actually walk the city together on a scavenger hunt of sorts. And Reed would challenge her to teach him and look for different fonts and hand lettering techniques to try to get her out of her creative slump. And it worked. These regular walks not only took them to new places in the city, but it reminded Meg why she loved what she did. It sparked her creativity and it helped them connect in the process too. It was my absolute favorite part of the book. It made me think about wandering and walking with intention a little bit differently. It also fueled my love for crafting, especially handwriting. And it made me add an item to my bucket list, which was to go on my own font walk or hand lettering walk in New York City someday. So it might not seem like a book focused on the concept, but I promise you it highlights the concept in action and gives you a little bit of intrigue and mystery and romance and creativity along the way. So that's Love Lettering by Kate Claiborne. Now my third book is a picture book. This is a beautiful book. It was actually a New York Times best illustrated book of the year. It's a wordless picture book, and it's called Sidewalk Flowers by John Arno Lawson. Now, honestly, this book does not need any words. These pictures do all of the talking. We as readers wander intentionally through these pages, 
as we watch the characters wander on a walk. So it definitely has a double meaning here for wandering with intention. But here's the thing. The little girl is definitely flannering through her walk. Definitely. She's here for it. Finding every little spark of joy and unexpected goodness on this walk through the city that she can find. But dad, who she's walking with, is not. Dad is distracted on his cell phone pretty much the entire time of this walk and misses every single wondrous moment his child is trying to bring to him. The pictures are striking and really bring this concept to life. Many of them are just black, white, and gray shades across all of the pages. And the pops of color are centered around the little girl. When she is inquiring about something, when she sees something, when she is struck by the wonder of something, the bright colors come to life on the page. It really shows how into the walk the little girl is and how distracted the adult is. It's honestly like a gut check when I read this. How many moments have we missed because we're looking at our cell phone? How many moments have we missed because our to-do list is circling through our list? I am incredibly guilty of this. The other day, my, my daughter called me out and said, like, are you listening to me? Are you listening to me tell you this thing? Or are you doing, you know, your, your mental checklist in your head, right? Because we have so much going on, but this book brings up all sorts of questions. How present are we in our actual lives? How does technology distract us from what really matters? How can we better appreciate what's around us? And especially for this book, how can we better connect with those around us who are trying to, and we might be missing it. So this is a beautiful picture book that I highly recommend you get in person, but there is a YouTube video that walks through it just as beautifully and can be a really great reminder just sitting there and watching it on the screen as you see the little girl wander with intention and the dad definitely not. And it's a great lesson for the meanings in our own lives. So there we go. Three books to help you flutter through life, right? Three books to help you wander intentionally, pay attention, and enjoy what you find, both in that process and with the people you are sharing the process with. Now, I think you might know what I'm going to recommend for bringing this bookish theme to life in your own life, right? Take a walk. Get outside, a 10-minute walk outside in nature without your cell phone, without your podcast, without your book on tape, maybe even without your dog, and just go by yourself and see what happens. What do you see? What do you smell? What do you hear? And how does staying present to those things change the way you feel, change the stress or the tension in your body? Now, if you can't get out and walk, Maybe you start to wander intentionally by driving instead. Take a new route to work. Commute on a different way home. Purposely wander through a place that you haven't purposely wandered yet and see what you discover. Or maybe you just take 10 minutes to just be. Close the screens, turn off the distractions, sit outside on a step and just do nothing. 
do nothing and watch what's around you and see if that helps you reset or reconnect or feel better in any way. So you know what I'll be doing. We actually have a nature preserve not too far from our home. And so my job for the week is to head on out there without my podcast, without my earbuds, and just see how I can bring this concept to life in my actual life, just like I'm hoping for you. So what titles come to mind when you think of characters who have nailed this kind of practice? right? Or are they in the process of figuring out this practice for themselves? If you have titles that will help us learn more about intentionally wandering through our life, right? We can flinter too. I would love to hear about them. You can add your comments in the show notes or find me on social media at just about any platform at Affinito Lit. And I'd love if you could do me a favor. As this little podcast starts to grow, Your ratings and reviews do so much in putting this podcast feed into the eyes of others on their devices. So if you have a moment and you'd love to rate a review, you can go online, add your star review, add a a rating. And if you do, go ahead and screenshot it, post it on social media, send it to me. I'm going to do a giveaway at the end of the month for those that have taken the time to rate and review the podcast. And yes, it'll be a book, although I'm not going to reveal which one until the end. So I'd love if you can do that to help this little podcast grow and get these titles into as many hands as we can. So thanks for listening to another episode and happy reading and happy walking. Thanks for listening to today's episode of the Get Literate podcast. You'll find links to all the books, resources, and ideas mentioned in the show notes and at www.alitlife.com. You'll also find additional inspiration for your reading and writing life there, like book lists, notebooking ideas, personalized book recommendations, and an invitation to join my Get Literate members community. Each month, we take a deep dive into one bookish theme and work to bring it to life in our own lives. You'll get a monthly bibliotherapy book calendar with a book recommendation for every day of the month, bonus episodes, live book club sessions, and much more. Learn more at www.getliterate.co.